Hey, welcome to the Straight Sports Podcast. We're your hosts, Tushar and Joshua. In this podcast, we will give our opinions on our favorite sports, which are basketball, soccer, and wrestling. Let's dive into the topics. Topic one, the first round of the NBA playoffs has come to an end. Ooh. We'll go through each NBA first round series and give our reaction to it. So starting with the Eastern Conference, the first seed Miami Heat versus the eight seed Atlanta Hawks. Miami, one and five. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it wasn't much of a series. I mean, Trey Young got locked up yeah. really good. Credit to Spo and the Miami defense. The one thing that the Miami Heat are really, really good at is like I saw Tim Legler uh, explain it on, I think, SportsCenter or was one of the shows, how they defend. Like they came, they double Trey, and then once he passed to the open guy, they recover. You know, even though they double, get right back defensively. Great defensive team. Yeah. It wasn't much of a series. Jimmy Butler missed game five. We saw the emergence of Victor Oladipo. He's went through a lot, but it was nice to see him out there. Miami Heat's a really deep team, and uh, it was not much of a series. Obviously, Atlanta played a better team. Trey Young played terrible this series. Not one of his yeah. best series, but you learn as a star, and he'll come back even better. I agree. Jimmy Butler played amazing. The Heat, credit to Spolstra. Credit to the culture they're building. One of the best defensive teams in the NBA, like I said before. I mean, Jimmy Butler, like, like average 30 for the postseason. What can you say? Was on it defensively. Was on it offensively. But let's get to the real culprit of this series, man. Trey Young. Did you see him? I didn't. He had the worst shooting game I've ever seen in my life. We're Actually, about to talk about a next game, and we didn't see somebody either. But One for 12? You, you, you finish what you're talking You know what that about. is? That's 8% from the field. I've never seen it in my life. He struggled tremendously in this series. Credit to he the got Miami boxed. defense. He got locked You got to get better. Stars got to get better. He doesn't have to get better. He, he, he can improve. Get better. He can improve. Maybe that was an embarrassing series. They were the eight seed. They ran into the best team that he could potentially face. But damn, defensively, I didn't. I never thought I'd see a day where Trey Young would get locked up, and we saw it. Next, <laughs> second seed, Boston Celtics versus the seventh seed in Brooklyn Nets, and the Celtics won in four games. So so what are your thoughts on that? So Josh, before I say what's my thoughts on that, if I told you there was only one sweep <laughs> and it was the Celtics, I don't think any you would have believed me, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have. Stunned Honestly. actually. I know that was your Eastern Conference <laughs> it pick. Was. Um this Sadly. was the this team was the my second pick uh my second pick to come out the East. Absolutely stunned. I I mean, I knew this could have been a coin flip of a series. We both agreed on that, but I didn't think it'd be a sweep. And I got an issue, you know, Kevin Durant did not show up because yeah. I was talking to my friend Danny. He went to the game in Barclay and I asked him, did you see Kevin Durant? Because I couldn't <laughs> see him anywhere. And I just want to go through the stats, obviously. In game one, these were all winnable games. Like, let's not say the games were yeah. not blowouts. Yeah, they're all close. Every game was winnable. But the one problem that I had about this was if he played a little bit better, they could have potentially won a few games in this series. Yeah. This definitely would have been seven, but let's let's go through it. So we go to game one, right? And, you know, he was nine for 24 from the field and he had 23 points. I mean, that's flat out terrible. Game yeah. two, he's four for 17, 23, 23.5% from the field. Game four only took 11 shots. Game five was his probably best game of the series, but a little too late. Kyrie Irving was spectacular in game one after that. I mean, I know he didn't. He struggled after that. Yeah. Credit to the Celtics defense. Adoka just was coaching on an elite level. The defense, like yeah. they say, doesn't take one guy to stop Kevin Durant. It takes multiple guys, but that defense was incredible. And the Celtics deserved to win. They were a better team. When the games were close, 
you knew that the Celtics had the edge because, I mean, I was wrong. I thought, you know, if it's close, the Nets can be clutch. But yeah. the other side of it, they can't guard nobody. So That's true. Uh, but I didn't see any clutchness. You know, we've heard Kyrie say that I finally got a guy like KD, you know, and this, and he, you know, beep, you know, I'm not going to say the curse word, um, that like, this is the first guy in the, my career that I can, you know, pass the ball to in the clutch. And we both agree this was a little disrespectful to LeBron for him to say that. Yeah, that's so disrespectful. And I didn't see him anywhere in the clutch. They struggled tremendously in the series. They got swept. That's embarrassing. And um, Jason Tatum outplayed Kevin Durant, really showed yeah. that he's a star in this league, a superstar. Um, He matched him completely. And to me, I've been calling Kevin Durant the best player in the world from last season, the postseason. But he's <laughs> he's done from this conversation. He cannot be in the really? conversation anymore, in my opinion, because he got swept in the first round. And if you look at these games, game one, if he made like two, three more shots, they would have won that game. Game two, they were up 17. If you're that dude, finish it off. How did they come back? I'm trying to figure how did they come back? You're yeah. telling me down the stretch he couldn't give you nothing? And then game three and game four, it's just embarrassing. Game four was his only good game. That, that, that's all I can say. But he's off this conversation. It's, it's wide open now. I can't. Yes, you talk about skills and he had it. He has. He's one of the most skillful basketball players in the league. But something that Doka did, the team locked him up. And it's just hard because if you play like this, I feel like he can get the crown back. There's a lot of time when people thought, oh, somebody surpassed LeBron, but then LeBron won the championship in 2020. Well, that was me, the delusional fan who gave it to Kawhi. <laughs> but, and then LeBron reminded us and won it in 2020. Everybody's like, okay, he's the best friend in the world. But now and then KD came back. But it's just hard. Yeah. Some people believe it's Giannis. It's not every people. Not everybody says KD, but I was one of them who said KD. And we both did. Yeah. But it's hard for me to give it now. He got swept. He can get the crown back next season, but it's wide open. I'm not going to guarantee who I'm picking right now, but it's open for, you know, in my opinion, Luca right there, Giannis. Yeah. Who knows, Tatum or somebody from Philly. There's, it's just open right now. I just can't give it to Katie. He's, he's out for me for the best part of the world. He just can't be. He was flat right. out terrible in this series, one of the worst series I've seen by a superstar. And real quick, I was going to ask you, Josh, do you know what channel the Nets game is on? Because I was trying to find <laughs> what channel to watch the Nets game is on. I think it's on the Cancun channel. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just to piggyback off that, I mean, I personally still have Karen as the best player in the world, but that's a discussion for another day. Let's not get too off topic. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that he played horrible this series. Like, yeah, he did have the numbers, but deficiency was not there. And other guys stepped up. We talked about role players. The role players came to Bruce Brown yeah, Bruce was balling. Brown. Maybe that yeah. was also a defensive scheme by the Celtics, yeah. but still. Possibly. Yeah, but Kyrie got boxed. KD got boxed. And you know when your roster is just paper thin and your two stars are shaky, I mean, there's no chance for you to win these games, honestly. Yeah, we knew their stars had to have big games to win. The games were close. It's not like it was blowouts. No game was a blowout. Kyrie did play phenomenal in game one. Yeah, he but did. But that's about it. But that's pretty much it. He kind of like tapered off to the end of the series. And sad to say, but Brooklyn got outplayed, even outcoached. I mean, I'm not going to get too hard on Steve Nash as I once was because, you know, he made some good points and kind of changed my mind a bit. But oh, yeah, in the Steve past, Nash has we to talked over the phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone has to do better. But honestly, it's embarrassing. And let's talk about Ben Simmons a bit. I know we can't get too in depth on Ben Simmons, but come on, man. I was picking him to play. I did. That's why I picked him to win because I thought he was going to play the series. I thought he was going to play too. It's it's unfortunate that he didn't play this, but he's got a lot of heat yeah, for it. Right. And I think yeah. uh, we'll keep out of it for now and uh, yeah, we'll we get will. into it. Let's see if he plays next season. But it's very upsetting. People are questioning whether he likes the game of basketball anymore. Yeah. Um, and then he filed a grievance. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening, but the media has covered him like he's Michael Jordan. 
but he really is not. That's what I don't like. Like he's being covered as this dude that who's gonna change the Nets. Yeah, he would have helped them defensively, but remember he this guy hasn't played for twelve months and we still know what he, he lacks on the offensive end. Until we see him on the floor, I don't know if we can play him in crunch time. Yeah. But anyways, they're in Cancun. Enjoy your vacation, the Nets, because I've been saying this from day one. Kevin Durant should have went to the Knicks. But, hey, enjoy <laughs> Brooklyn. Enjoy because uh, Donovan Mitchell might be coming soon. So enjoy mm-hmm. it. I don't yeah. want you nothing about the Nets. They're trash. Um, and uh, they won the same amount of playoff games as the Lakers and the Knicks. <laughs> But let me know when you find Kevin Durant, though. Uh, let me know. Yeah. But real quick, just props to Yudoka, the coaching staff. Props to Marcus Smart, winning defensive player of the year as a guard. Yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it for sure. Special 100%. player. And, uh, yeah. So, next, the third seed, Milwaukee Bucks versus the sixth seed, Chicago Bulls. Bucks winning five. What are your thoughts? The first two games are very competitive. Um, yeah. Game one, the Bucks rarely won. Game two, Chris Middleton goes out in, like, the third. DeMar DeRozan wins. You know, he that was, I think, one of his, I think, only best games but yeah. he dropped like uh, 41. <laughs> yeah. He was playing phenomenal. It was 1-1. And I thought, oh, Chris Middleton, oh, this is the Bulls' chance, really. Maybe the Bucks are in trouble. Oop, I was wrong. I mean, I thought maybe they were in trouble. I didn't say they were. I mean, we both picked Bucks in five, assuming Chris Middleton was there. I didn't know that the Bulls were going to put up that much of a fight in the first two games. And after that, the Bucks just destroyed them. Yeah, after that, it was just yeah. not even a series. Grayson Allen just balled out. Drew Holiday, everybody stepped up. And Giannis just showing to people that maybe he's the best player in the world. I mean, I, I'm still going to wait when I make my official pick. But if you become a back-to-back champion, it's hard to say you're not the best player yeah. in the world. But yeah, it was a rap series. And Bucks are moving on to a very... Very competitive series. Yeah. Um. Good win by the Bucks. I mean, especially with Middleton going down, they stayed true. They played well. Honestly, I thought the Bucks could play better, maybe even get a game or or more with Middleton being out, but they didn't. Demar Derozan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, he had that great game. That yeah, one forty point game, too. game, which I wasn't proud to. Great game. Followed up with it. Followed up with an eleven point game. You're right. Then with a twenty three point game on forty percent shooting, eight for twenty. Then with another eleven point game in an elimination game. Like, you got to do better, bro. I mean, I understand he's not been the best playoff performer for sure, but this was his one, I think, his best seasons of his career, on the regular season-wise. But obviously, it was upsetting for them to lose in that fashion. They really got destroyed yeah. by the but They got humiliated. And Chris Middleton was out, too. But obviously, Zach Levine did miss the last game. I don't... It, it was It's so unfortunate to see a star, like, yeah. again, safe, health and safety protocol. Because oh, okay. he's, he's a baller. He wants to play the game. And Caruso, too, also missed, you know, in the last game. Next. Fourth seed. Philadelphia 76ers versus the fifth seed Toronto Raptors, Philly 1 and 6. What are your thoughts? Number uno. <laughs> uno, uno, uno. That's all I got to say, man. James Harden, I understand. I just want to go through his stats real quick, obviously. Because yeah. we know Embiid was dominant, then Embiid got hurt. So we're going to talk about the cra- the Philly craziness that's happened. It's so sad with all the news. But let's go through James Harden's stats. You know, I just want to talk about what he did. You know, in this series, obviously, the, we both said this was going to be a coin size toss series, but I didn't know it was going to be 3-0. And then yeah. they were going to lose the next two games. Then people got a little concerned. Oh, Doc Rivers, this three, <laughs> that he chokes 3-1 leads. Oh, Philly always, you know, never, you know, going far in the playoffs. It was a lot of noise happening. But Doc Rivers and James Harden both get criticized. James Harden get criticized for clutch time, like when it really matters most. Now it gets close. It's 3-2, and you got to win. It's a closeout game. And then uh, Doc has got criticized, and, and they both stepped up. Yeah. But just to go through, you know, James Harden, how he performed in this series. But shout out to Max and Tobias here. They were phenomenal in this series, by the way. Yeah. Game one, you know, he had 22 points and 14 assists. And uh, 
Only thing, yeah, he was 35.3% from the field. Yeah. Game two, he was three for nine, took only nine shots, 33.3%. They still won. He had 14 points and uh, six assists. You know, game three, he was seven for 13. He had 19 points and 10 assists. You know, game four, this was one of his probably worst games, five for 17. 22 points he still had. Got to the free throw line, was aggressive, you know, getting there. Nine assists. Game five, four for 11, you know, he had seven assists. And then this was his best game. I don't think he played his best basketball in this series, but game six really stepped up, showed the vintage hearted, 22 points, 15 assists, two for five from the three and seven for 12. Yeah. Like he was phenomenal in game six. He closed it out. That step back, I saw that move. And um, he was phenomenal in game six. Embiid was dominant, but Embiid getting her in game three. And then you saw in game four, game five, he wasn't right. Uh, in game six, he came out to ball, but uh, Sixers won this series. We predicted, uh, I predicted six, but I didn't know it was going to be 3-0 and then two, they were going to win. And then Fred Van Fleet was also there. The Sixers, once they were up 3-0, the Sixers should have swept the Raptors. Mm. Um, It would have been better for them, obviously, now with the concern with Embiid. And um, it definitely would have been better for them. Um, They should have swept them, but then they, they still won the series. In game six, they really put their mark. They destroyed Toronto. And, uh, you know, I've criticized, you know, we talked about it. I criticized James Harden because I know he could be better and he finally showed it. But, yeah. He's a, he's a different player now. He's you know he doesn't score as much now, and he doesn't need to because he gives he just gets everybody involved. The the playmaking that he does, he gets everybody involved. Gets Joel Embiid easy shots, and Maxi's been balling. And uh, James Harden still to this day, you know, he draws a lot of attention. They double yeah. him. He makes the right reads, and then Maxi gets open threes. To Harris hitting open three, he just makes the right plays. But it's just he's just in game six. I felt like he had the separation from like hmm, like I'm gonna be aggressive, and then I'm gonna be passer. Like he he balanced it pretty well. If he does it like that, they'll be in good shape. Yeah, I thought it was a great series. I mean, sad to see that there were so many injuries. Yeah, both sides, Scotty Barnes too. Harden, I mean, I think overall he had a good series. I mean, I know some people might disagree with that because it was efficiency, but I think he did what he had to do, you know. Playmaking-wise, he had one of the best. I, I actually wanted to give you an interesting stat. I think this this okay. is something you want to hear. Okay, so here's the stat. Harden had 61 assists in this series, the most ever by a 76er through, a six, through six games of any postseason series. Mm. The previous high was from Iverson. Uh... 55 in the 2003 Eastern Conference semifinal series versus the Pistons. Mm. What what a Great stat was that? Playmaker. Yeah. Second yeah, best right now. For the series, so, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. He's second best. Yeah, Chris, Chris Paul's Paul just on another level. His, he never turns the ball over. Yeah. Maxi played great. 38 in game one. Amazing. What a performance he ever I feel like we in game six, we've really seen like when Sixers play to their best, when Harden's at, he's the most important player. If he plays to their yeah, best, yeah. but you already expect greatness from Embiid and they play to their best. This is why I picked them to come out the East. Yeah. Uh, Embiid played good as well, but you know, he's showing that side where he's a bit injury prone. I know the second one wasn't really his fault. I don't want to say the first one was either, but. It's just so unfortunate because he's been actually relatively healthy this season. Yeah. Only time he just missed time due to the COVID protocols and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But I'm really sad for him because, you know, I feel I just want James and Joy to get that ring. There's so you could tell just they want to win. That's all they really care about. That's yeah. what Joel Embiid really wants. He just wants to win. He just wants to win in Philly. And um he's a warrior. I mean, he's already playing through a thumb injury who and I feel like yeah. he might play through that, but we'll we'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. And uh just want to say props to the Raptors, I mean a phenomenal series. No they were down three oh and they uh they didn't give up when Fred Van Fleet went down in game four. Yeah. They they played through it. Game five, not in Philly. They played through it. You know, that's a little with Philly again, they should have closed it out, but you gotta give them they don't they don't give up. You got the Sixers really had to turn it up for them to eliminate the Raptors. Yeah, they got a lot of potential now. I can see them very scary team. Developing really well. Great coach. To the West. 
the first seed Suns versus the eight seed Pelicans. The Suns won in six games. What are your thoughts? Um, the Pelicans played great. The Brandon Ingram came out and showed that I'm a star. Um, CJ yeah. McCollum, the trade was great. Larry Nance, like everybody played great. Herbert Jones was great. Everybody uh, did their part. Um, it was a great series. Um, obviously Devin Booker went out in game two, and I was stunned. You know, I think everybody was stunned when Pelicans won game two. Yeah. And then game three, the point got Chris Paul in the clutch. <laughs> game four, you know, uh, Pelicans win it. Game five, Suns win a. Cl- uh, they win it, and then game six as well. And Devin Booker surprisingly played. We I wasn't expecting that. We were here in two to three weeks, but yeah, it's good to was, see him back. Yeah. But it was a great series. Shout out to Willie Green. Great coach. He got even emotional with uh, Chris Paul. Obviously, I think he was the assistant coach in Phoenix, too, with Monty. So they know each other pretty well. Played with, I think, Chris Paul in the Clippers, too. So um, the Pelicans are nothing to be ashamed of. Um, Brandon Ingram yeah. balled out. CJ McCollum, Zion will come back soon. It's, it's just a good time to be a Pels fan. Obviously, I know they lost. And losing usually is not a good thing. But they played the best team and they pushed them to their limits the Suns had to pull every bag out the trick to to win that series yeah I agree with everything you said pretty much but shout out to Chris Paul with that game going 14 for 14 oh my goodness master he's so special I've never seen that coming I didn't think it was and you don't see a point he just never turns the ball only Alvarado just he get under his skin a little yeah great defender he never gives up you know just he just yeah. fighting for every play, but I agree. what a series, man! I you know a first and eight series is always you always expect it to be lopsided, and yeah. and it wasn't. This series was so intense; it felt like the Pels weren't even an eight seed the way they were playing in the playoffs. Yeah, went into the play-in, you know they beat San Antonio yeah, and the Clippers. Yeah. I know Paul George wasn't there, and I've said that, but they still were down double digits and they came back. You know that was impressive. That's just a young team that Willie Green interview was telling them, you know, like, we not giving, we gonna fight. Yeah, like I've seen that, yeah. he was a great oh, coach. Extend his contract. Zion's coming back. Scary. It's very scary. And Pelican, I like that big three they got. I agree. CJ to me, CJ is just he's he's just to me he's. He's one of my favorite players to watch play. Like, he just plays so Yeah, it's nice to see him at the point guard role. With Dame, you yeah. know, he was playing more shooting. Or he could really handle the ball. He creates open looks and allows, you know, it's cool to see him in this role. I think it's a good role for him. He's a good point guard. Yeah, I think he's really good in that role. Brandon Ingram, to me, is like, he's a special player. He's a star. Uh, he proved that winning game, too. He dropped like 37, was clutch. You know, he's a phenomenal yeah. player. The roster is good. I mean, Herb Jones, shout out Herb Jones, too. He's a great defensive player. Was 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 giving Chris Paul a lot of trouble. Oh, Jonas Valanciunas, wherever he goes, he always getting like 20 rebounds. And yeah, true. Larry Nance, I love that pickup. That was very underrated. Yeah, it was. I think, honestly, I think that they they won that trade. I mean, I think people people already said that, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, any, any, I'm Portland lost every trade that they did, so. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to them, man. They, it was a hard fought, and they showed that, you know, that they weren't going to just lay down and. You know, get ran over. They fought and props to them for. I thought they know. it might have been seven, but I, it was Booker did come back, but it was a close game that they lost too. Yeah. Next, second seed Memphis Grizzlies versus the seventh seed Minnesota Timberwolves. Memphis won in six games. What are thoughts on this series? I know we're literally recording this after the game ended. I was just stunned <laughs> because like. I'm stunned with Minnesota having three double-digit leads. Game three, up 26. Yeah, choked. Game five, up double digits, going into the fourth. And, and game six, two, up double digits. I just don't know. They just kept losing these big leads. And I felt like they should have just won in five games because they outplayed Memphis entirely in this whole yeah. series. Just that one quarter where they just get destroyed. Um, I was just stunned with Minnesota. Uh, they they could have won this series. But shout-out to Memphis. It shows that type of team, that, that young team um, who uh, – you know, even though they're, I mean, it's not good to be down because they're about to play another team. And if they're down yeah. like that, they ain't winning. <laughs> but being down that much and, and, and fighting back, you know, that, that shows some resilience. 
I know John Morant, he, this wasn't his best series. He didn't really play well. Um, Desmond Bain was phenomenal in this series. Yeah. This was definitely a series. I think he he was the best player in the series. I'm not saying John Morant's not the best player overall on the team, but series-wise, just look at the numbers. John Morant did have a great game five in the fourth quarter. That was the only time I really saw the John Morant imprint on the game. But Brandon Clark also, st- everybody stepped up Memphis. That's just why, like we say, this team is not just Ja. I agree. I mean, like you said, Timberwolves blowing the leads. I mean, I thought at one point, like, like every time they got a lead, I was just waiting for them to, like, you know what? They're, they're going to choke it. They're going to choke it. They're going to choke it. I was thinking when we watched it, was just watching that fourth quarter, I was like, oh, they're going to choke. Like, it was just, it was yeah. 10 and then it just turned to four. But I don't know. They're probably upset about this because yeah. they definitely could have won this series. They sh- they probably should be playing Warriors right now. Yeah. Like, they have potential in that roster. D'Angelo Russell, to me, like, was a non-factor this series. Yeah, Carthy Towns was up and down. But and Edwards was the consistent one. I think sure. Edwards was the one consistent piece. He was I mean, balling. So he team, just like, took those big time shots. Yeah. Never even that game uh uh it was game five, yeah, when they were yeah, down three, hit that big three from the corner. He he's willing to take those shots. He's a, he's proven himself. He's really yeah. he's a talent. I think it says a lot when the coaches want to inbound plays for him take it to yeah. get a shot. Not yeah, it's just the trust, the, the trust factor. I, you yeah. know, you, you gotta he's he's been showing it. Like he was balling, yeah. but this even game one he scored thirty six, but it's, it's upsetting. Minnesota should have won this series. They really blew this one. Yeah, but shout out still to shout out to Memphis Taylor Jenkins making great adjustments. Yeah, yeah, you got to give him credit. And yeah, I mean the leads that they were blowing. I mean, it's tough to lose this way, but I think they'll learn. Game three was better. the worst one. Yeah, it was. I think it was what two twenty five point leads. I think. Like I know game three was twenty six. I'm not game. I know game five they were up double digits. Not. I'm. I'm I, kind of slipped my mind how much exactly but i know game yeah. six this hard game three was the one they were up like crazy and yeah. it felt like they should have just won i don't know how they lost. yeah so next 30 warriors versus the six seed denver nuggets warriors one and five going into the series i said six you got it right on the dot right you said five yeah um when i said six i knew jordan Poole was balling in the regular season i did not know <laughs> he was gonna do this play playoffs is a yeah, different animal he showed up in game one game two he he was honestly I think he scored the more points I think in game one and then uh, yeah he did I think he had like 30 and then game two I think I think he was close with Clay or something or he had the most game three he even played great and that's when you get a real test are you playing on the road it's not home now you know are you gonna be that star and playing good good on the road he did game four and game five he wasn't wasn't his best games but then he was moving the ball he was getting assists um Warriors found a gem they just extended their prime um this is a little off topic, but Charles Barkley said, you know, it's uh with KD, it's easy to uh, it's easy to ride the bus than drive the bus yeah. because <laughs> Kevin Durant, you know, I'm not gonna be critical of his success, but let's be honest, um, he won championships with Golden State. That team was stacked, and now he left. He was he was riding, and now he's driving the bus, and is looking real hard. He's in Cancun right <laughs> now, and the Warriors, you see, they're successful without him. Um. There's no knock on him. I just want to say that. Um, yeah. It's just showing that the Warriors proved that, yeah, of course, Katie Cummins made them unbeatable. They were still yeah. a, a finals team without him, but they were unbeatable with him. But you see their system, like, after two years, because their first year, everybody was kind of hurt, Clay Thompson. And then their second year, they, they almost made the playoffs. Obviously, Thompson wasn't there again. And Curry had an MVP season. They almost made it. And then this season, like, top seed, top three, they were just phenomenal. And then you see the emergence of Jordan Poole and, like, the development, everything. So the Warriors are in great shape and they're back to being contention team. And 
our pick is looking good. This is the team that we both picked coming out the West. And and then to the Denver side, Nikola Jokic did everything he could. He was phenomenal. Yeah. He was MVP. You saw Jamal Murray in the bench. It was hurting. He even put it on a tweet. He's like, man, if I could play, I would. It hurts him. He wants to be out there. They're going to be scary when they get everybody back. Shout out to Nikola Jokic. I don't know who they haven't announced the MVP, but it's either between him and or, or Embiid. But yeah. he was phenomenal this series. He put his team on his back. He did everything he could. And shout out to that guy. He's a, He's just too special. I agree with everything you said, pretty much. Jokic was playing good, but it wasn't enough. I mean, the Splash Trio, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but they all played great pool. I mean, I don't know what happened to pool, bro. Like, so he just great. played amazing. Like, he, he literally couldn't put a foot wrong in any of the games. Like, yeah. And he, if the I, games I'm he played did not his best, just assist, like, moving the ball. Yeah. And then Thompson, man, he had a game 37. I know they lost yeah. that game, but he's he's coming back strong. I mean, it's just scary. It's just, it's just scary right now. Even Curry, play. like... Took the role, accepted the role of coming off the bench in the series. It just, it just shows. Like, yeah. like, I don't like to do it when we compare, but I feel like there's some other player. Like, I was thinking about Russell. I don't think he would come yeah. off. The bench. There's certain players who wouldn't do true. it. Curry just, he's all about winning. It's no yeah. knock on Russ, but like, we just know. Like, we saw what happened with the Lakers. But yeah. we, we, sorry, we're not talking about the team on Cancun. But, anyways, <laughs> we, we talking about Golden State. And it just shows the character. He, he knew he was eventually going to start, but to allow, I think it was a good idea to allow Jordan Poole to continue to play because he was, you know, get, keep that rhythm and flow going. Obviously, because yeah. Curry, that was his first game back, and they allowed that rhythm, and he kept on playing. He was playing great, and then now Curry's back, and they started. I wonder what they do against uh, Memphis. You know, they mm. play a big lineup, so we'll see. But either way, Poole off the bench or starting, that's a scary team. Yeah. I mean, props to Jokic for getting a game. I mean, I think when they have their full-strength team, they'll be better. But, I mean, I saw this coming. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So, next – 14 Dallas versus 50 Utah. Dallas won in six games. What are your thoughts on this series? <laughs> uh, Utah, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. I just had to get that. So we both were on the, we were both right. Tony and Danny both told me a, a few months ago they agreed. Um, they were saying, Dallas, I mean, we said from the jump, Utah pretenders, they showed it. I mean, we both we both felt personally when Luka was out for three games, we thought Dallas would win. Yeah. But then, <laughs> yeah, but then they did win game one, and, and yeah. Dallas could have won game two. Jalen Brunson. I know yeah. he was balling in the regular season. He was averaging like 18 to 20. Mm. But he went off 41. Yeah. And he we talked about Utah season, being bro. a good defensive team. They couldn't stay in front of anybody. And yep. then I understand Rudy Gobert gets most of the fall, but it forces Rudy Gobert to come back into the paint because yeah. they're just blown by everybody. They blow by Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert comes into the paint, open three for Maxi Kleba, and, and it goes in. Jason Kidd, they're phenomenal. The Tyloo blueprint. Yeah, Tyloo. Uh, Jason Kidd is – I, I got to give a lot of credit to Jason Kidd. Yeah, Luka true. wasn't there, and he pulled it to win. And when Luka came back, they were up 2-1. That is crazy. Yeah. First of all, Utah stinks for that. That's one. <laughs> two, you got to give credit to Utah and Jalen Brunson and everybody – and Kleba in that game. Game two, he yeah. dropped like, I don't know how many th- – eight threes. But they just kept running the same plays, hitting crazy threes, and they ran their system, allowing, you know, keep shooting a lot of threes, and it worked. We knew they were, I told you, and I think now looking at it, Dallas would have swept them if uh, yeah, Luka so was there. And then Luka came back, and he did the rest. And he was phenomenal. He wasn't, he's, it doesn't even know, you don't even know if he's 100% yet. Yeah. So Utah should be ashamed of itself. When it comes to blowing it up, I say this, Utah's a small market. It's going to be hard to attract free agents. I would say don't trade Donovan Mitchell. If he doesn't act so, I would say Utah, keep him and trade everybody else. Try to get see if you get something for Rudy Gobert. It's going to be hard. His contract is a lot. Yeah. He's a great player, but that's a lot of money. 
You got and Mike Conley. Where was Mike Conley in that series? I mean, he traveled. He traveled that, that last play, he traveled. And then Bogey. That was a, okay. Bogey that was some bad defense by. That was a little yeah. bad defense by Dallas because he jumped. He should have. He. Did, I don't think he had to do that. But and then Bogey missed. But dang. And let's not okay. And we we don't criticize people. Say oh, he don't have help. I remember a few. I think in the beginning games, Bogdanovich showed up. Clarkson showed yeah. up. It's about time to say help. Mitchell. Where was he at in the Facts. fourth quarter? He where didn't, was he at? He didn't score. He didn't score. Uh, I think they said in the last six minutes he didn't really score. Like where yeah. was he at? I like that, that. He had like some games he scored not. He he had nine, but then eventually he he pulled the points up. But like yeah. where was he at? If he's the number one guy, where was he at? You can't. This is the notion you see. He's a star. But yeah. you can't win a championship with Donovan Mitchell as a number one guy. He showed it. I didn't see anything. He was he was not good. And uh, Danny, I think your wish is coming true. He's coming to the Knicks. <laughs> but uh, I would say personally, if, I mean, we both would agree. I think Mitchell should probably ask her because if he comes back next year, you can run it back and you're just going to get swept again. Yeah. But most likely the coach is gone. I think he's a great coach. But mm-hmm. it's been a lot of years. And you see their track record swept. They... We're up three one against Denver. They lost. Yeah. Um, then the following year, two two, no Kawhi, lost to the Clippers in the second round. This year, lost in the first round to it. And three games, Luca didn't play. Yeah, it, it's just time. To, it's time either to blow if Mitchell acts out, or maybe Utah thinks like you know we're spending so much money and we're just getting out early. It depends on the franchise. But like yeah. I said, I wouldn't trade Mitchell because it's hard to get free agents. Uh, I would trade everybody else, but something's got to be done. This is this is horrible and uh. Yeah, I mean, we both said it. The Utah Jazz are a national disgrace. Yeah. I mean, I literally agree. I mean, like, what can you really say, bro? It's really embarrassing how they were really, like, without Luka, they should have took advantage. They couldn't do it. I mean, it's just sad to say. He comes back, they're up 2-1. Like, that's crazy. Like, like, that's embarrassing. Shout out to Jalen Brunson, though, man. I actually think Donovan Mitchell deserves more blame than Rudy Gobert. Because if you think about it, Rudy Gobert is just playing the defense the way he ha- with the way he's being forced. Also, to play. I don't know he doesn't get touches, but he I don't know if he just he don't take advantage. Because if you're gonna play small yeah, ball, like he, sometimes yeah he has like no you got it like all. like I was hearing Charles Barkley no suggest he's like yo if that was Shaq and they were doing that yeah, Shaq exactly. would destroy him. But Rudy Gobert yeah. don't do that, so it just makes him a like they just know offensively he's not gonna do it, so it gives them yeah. uh, easy defensive scheme. Because actually in Game Six, Luca was guarding him. He That's should true. be destroying him. Yeah. It's true, and honestly, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the coach because if you know that they're targeting him on defense and on offense, he's he literally can't do anything. Essentially, why is he on the floor? Like, please let me know, because at that point, you're hurting yourself. Utah perimeter defense was horrendous. Every single player, every player was getting blown by. That's embarrassing. And your best yeah, defender. I mean, we was heard was this was a great too. defensive team, but I don't know yeah. what they getting blown by. Everybody, Jalen Brunson really balled, and, and there's no like. Jalen Brunson really gave it to them. He's getting a bag this offseason. He deserves it. But he's balling. Like, it feels like for the first time, Dallas, like, like Luka, it feels like right now with, you know, them playing without Luka for three games, now it feels like, oh, now without Luka, we can, if we're playing, you know, we have a series and Luka has 20, they could still figure out a way to win games with Jalen Brunson playing like yeah. that. And then they got Dinwiddie, that pick. I'm, they, we, we slept on this trade. This trade was great. Yeah. Um, Shame for Utah, but uh, blow it up. Facts. This team is done. It's finished. <laughs> And I think honestly, I think I think they'll keep Gobert because I mean I don't think he's an asset. It's you can hard give to away keep, like, like hard to make trades, but they got to do something. They can't bring yeah, the same. The most yeah. likely the coach is gone. I think he's so a good too. coach. He'll probably get a different uh, job anyway. But most likely, this is the time. Sometimes I always defend coaches, but obviously it's been many years. It's it's most likely a move. Something got to change. It could start with yeah. the coaching. That's the easiest place to move somebody. 
I agree. And I don't think Donovan Mitchell can be a first option. Honestly. And where's Mike Conley? He, he was supposed to show up. He got this bag too. I ain't <laughs> seen nothing. He ain't yeah. show up at all. Embarrassing. This is just a bad team. They're a good regular season team. They're just bad playoffs, but they're just and then next season Nuggets. They can't be any yeah. of these teams. My goodness, man. I'm happy I ain't a Utah fan. <laughs> Do they have fans? Like I, I've never met a Utah fan. I mean, they, if you see their stadium, yeah, I would like have a fan base, but I'm mean, like outside yeah, yeah. of Utah. Oh yeah, yeah. That I don't know. It's not like the Nets. The Nets have no fans. Like the Boston <laughs> fans was in the in the arena. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I heard Tatum MVP. was getting an MVP chance. Yeah, in my friend Daniel Daniel was me, yeah. That's crazy. Like I said, no oh, fan base. You know on, that bro. from day one. All right, so moving on to topic two. You know, now we will review each second round playoff matchup and and discuss who will who we think will win and advance to the conference final. So we will start with the Eastern Conference. The first seed in Miami Heat versus the fourth seed in Philadelphia 76ers. And before we go into that matchup, um, real quickly, as we know, Joe Embiid, uh, you know, he's out potentially indefinite. There's no timetable for his return, you know, with the – what was the injury, Josh? Orbital, I think. Orbital, yeah, fracture, right? To, yeah. yeah. It's uh, – yeah, I know he got that in that fourth quarter. I just want to confirm yeah. with you. You know, I, I heard of the injury. I just want to make sure because I know you yeah. You told me about it. But, yeah, what do you, so who do you think wins the series? From you know hearing all of that, and you could go both sides if you want, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I think I'll go both sides, like you just said. I mean, if he returns, and if he does return, I think it'll probably be in Game Three. I do think that the 76ers can win the series, but I think it'll probably go to seven. Okay. And if he doesn't return at all, I think the Heat will take the series in in six. Gotcha. Because right. I believe in Harden. I do, but. He's gonna have to step up big time. Can he can he play to that level that he played in in Houston? I don't know if he's still that player because now you know we all know he's a facilitator now, and Max will have to step up and play consistently well. But as you said, he's he's not the experience. So can he do it? What those guys did in the last series, uh, Maxi was phenomenal last series. Tobias, yeah. they got to continue to do that. They might have to be even better, and then Harden yeah. has to be even better. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's, it's up in the air. I, I don't really know. I think if Embiid comes back, I think they they they'll win the series. But Philly just has to do their best to try to, you know, split, get a win in Miami. Let's and see if he comes back, yeah. Yeah, just hope, hope he comes back. Because if, if, he, if he doesn't come back, I mean, it's, it'll be tough for them. But, you know, I'm just hoping that he comes back. I hate to see players injured like that. Yeah. Especially with and uh, just a guy like that who wants to win. Like, he, I mean, everybody really wants to win. Yeah. Um, But, like, you could just tell from his, like, just, like, I want to win. That's all he cares about. And, like, yeah. some players, I mean... Didn't look like KD really <laughs> minded, oh but uh, so I gotta throw these shots because he was trash in that series. Yeah, but yeah, but looking at this series, obviously I believe in number Uno, and I, for the reason I keep saying number Uno is because J- James Harden's jersey number is number one, <laughs> and also he put a post up on Instagram and he said not the two and hashtag Uno. So I just thought it was cool <laughs> to keep saying it. But this is my notion. So it seems like it feels like Joe Embiid cannot play game one, right? Yeah. But I heard some news from Ramona Shelburne. and I heard a tweet uh, saying that like he's gonna see some doc- doctors, a specialist, and that right now there's no indication that surgery is needed. So if there's no surgery needed, like we see with his uh, his thumb, he actually needs surgery on that. But he's doing it in the summer, whenever their season is over. Um, so for this one, if they don't need surgery, and he's seen him play with I think a mask before, if it's possible, I'm pretty sure he'll play. Like if there's no surgery required, and he's able to play. He's definitely coming. You know, he's a warrior. He's gonna show. He's played through it last season, too, in the playoffs. He's played through injury because he just shows he's really like a warrior. Like, he just really cares about winning. So, you know, looking at this 
series, obviously, I'm gonna give you like three answers, right? So first we yeah. have um if 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 Joe B returns by game one and he already has a thumb issue, um I'm gonna say Philly in six. I really do believe it because yeah. uh I believe in number Uno. Um he's been I mean, I know he hadn't had the best series in the first round. I've been a little critical of him, but he showed up in game six and that Harden shows up, it, it's over. But the Heat defense is, is something else. Toronto was great. Toronto was a great test because they're also a good defensive yeah. team. They do the same thing. They switch a lot. But um, the bottom line is Jimmy Bam, James, Joel. The better dynamic duo of both sides is from Philly. So yeah. Um, but the only problem is that he have a better bench. They have the better defense. We could say they have the better coach. Everything else they they're in favor of. If the Philadelphia 76ers is going to win that series, their star power is going to have to dominate. So James has to step up even more than he did in Philly. I think he's going to have to be more of a scorer now. And he has to do yeah. it both. He's going to probably have to average like 26 if Joel B comes back in game one. And then obviously Maxi has to play well. You know, Tobias, everybody's going to have to play well. And I believe in Max. Like, I'm starting to believe, you know, Maxi's been great. Like, th- this kid yeah. just plays with no pressure. Um, And then Joel, Joel, you know, he just, he's always phenomenal. You just expect that from him. Yeah. But now, obviously, if Joel comes back in game three, Philly will still win this series in seven games. I believe they could get a split because I could, I believe in number uno. I think he can have a game where he could drop 40. I think it's still in him. Everybody's sleeping on him um, because he's still yeah. got it in him. It's just sometimes you, you're critical of it because you don't see it because he just doesn't be aggressive. But when he's aggressive and if he's playing like that, he showed that he got it. But he just got he just got to bring it out. We saw the first five games he arrived to Philly. He looked like the superstar. He literally looked like a little less of the Houston, but he was averaging 27. Yeah, he was having like five, six step backs. He looked like if he that Harden comes, it's over for Miami. Tony, they ain't winning if that Harden pulls up. They ain't winning. Yeah. But now, if he don't come back in this series at all, the Heat will probably win in six games. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I really do hope Joel Embiid comes back either in Game One, Game Two, Game Three. But as long as he comes back, the Heat are toast. They ain't winning. Yeah, I agree. All right. So the second seeded Celtics versus the third seeded Bucks. That's the other. I think the Celtics are winners in six games. Okay. I mean, Middleton, I don't know when he's coming back. I heard he he will be back for the series, right? There's a report from Woj saying that he'd probably, probably reevaluating like a week. So if he comes yeah. back, there's a probably, it looks like, they haven't said a game specific, but it probably looks like towards the end of a series if it's extended. Yeah. So, so maybe a game six, a game seven, who knows? But they haven't ruled it out, but it seems unlikely. Yeah, I think the Celtics are winning the series in six games from what I've seen from them. I mean, it is possible we know to stretch a little longer, it might even go seven because, you know, they're a good perimeter defensive team. I mean, Giannis is, you know, man, it's The Chris Middleton loss is a huge blow, though. Yeah, it is, is a big blow, but I'm sticking with that. I'm going to say Celtics in six. I mean, what they showed me with that series, we've seen Tatum's ascension live. I mean, his defensive ability, his offensive ability to knock down shots, Jalen Brown. I mean, the team is just a complete team. And also, I just want to say, um, I know we're, we're giving credit to Boston. They deserve it for locking up the Nets. But also the Nets have showed themselves as to be a bad team. Oh yeah, that is true. I mean, because well, the stars of that caliber though. That that's true. That, well, I, I'm still again. Let me know when you find Katie because I still can't find him. <laughs> but you're right. They obviously have star power and they lock them up. Yeah. When it was Celtics. But when when I meant bad team defensively, they really bad. Uh, so for me, this is hard, obviously. But I'm gonna have to agree. With you. I'm gonna go Celtics in seven. Um, because of Chris, if Chris Middleton was here, I would have went Bucks in six. But because he's, I believe if Chris Middleton is that, what do you think? If Chris Middleton was there, would you go Bucks too? No, I'm still going Celtics. Really? Yeah. Oh, if Chris Middleton was back in the in the, in game one, I would have went Bucks in six. But since he's not there, I think the Celtics will win this series. I think it could be a lot for Giannis to overcome. You know, he's gonna Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and also we know Grayson Allen and and these and and the role players for uh, 
or Milwaukee played great in the Chicago series, but Celtics got some crazy yeah. defense. I don't know if that's going to happen in that series. I think there's a good chance for Giannis here. Kevin Durant struggled against the team. How about if Giannis just, I'm not, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but how about if he sweeps them? It's hard. Because you see KD yeah. struggle, but now he he played good. And also now, Chris, now if Chris Middleton, you could be like, oh, they have a good team. But Chris Middleton is not there. It's going to be a tough challenge for Giannis to get yeah. through the Bucks. I mean, to, to get through the Celtics. But I'm going to stick with Celtics 7. Obviously, Chris Middleton not being there, I think, is a big blow. The Celtics are a little bit. I'm giving the, I'm going to say in 7 because I just, I believe in Giannis. I think Giannis is going to have a dominant series. I just don't know. Will we get enough help? Drew Holiday is going to have to step up. Brooke Lopez. It's going to be a good series. But if Chris Middleton is here, I would have won with the Bucks, But... Yeah, I'm, I'm picking. I think I'm picking Boston. It's just a, they're just a little too much. They have good defense. I think they got right now the better overall team. And Chris Middleton's just a huge blow. That's the reason I'm going with the Celtics. And and the mm-hmm. Celtics are just the hottest team right now in the NBA. All right. So moving on to the Western Conference, we got the first seeded Suns versus the fourth seeded Dallas Mavericks. I think this could be a very interesting series. I mean, two competitive teams. Devin Booker still has an injury, still recovering from. He did play in the last game, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think he should be he should be back to somewhat. I say fitness by then i think this could be like potentially like <laughs> i'm not gonna say upset but i think this this could be one of the more entertaining series i mean i think it's two really good teams mm-hmm. uh the Mavs are one of the better defensive defenses in the nba which coach kid with that said i do think that the suns will win this in i'd say six or potentially seven because i think Dallas okay. is not gonna like, lay down so i think i think it could be not like this, utah yeah the, this series could yeah. probably go to the long run. I mean, I think six or seven for the Suns, though. Remember I told you, remember I told you before, you're not going to agree with this answer? <laughs> okay, okay. The Dallas Mavericks are really? going to win this series, and okay. they're going to win in six. Six? Six games. They're going to win in six. Out of six games. Yes. I really? believe in Luka Magic. Okay. This Dallas team is hitting their strides at this at the right point. Also, also my my factor of this is because Devin Booker. I want to know because he came back and it seems like I don't know if he's gonna be hurt. But why am I picking them? I'm saying six because I don't know if they could go in Game Seven in Phoenix and win the game. So I think they got to get it done in six. Yeah. But I like their chance. I know I'm going with the upset here, but I think they have a real chance here because Luka Doncic. I do. I don't know if you agree with this to me or not, but I think he's the best player in that series. Really? I mean, I, I think uh, I mean, Chris yeah, Paul I can, obviously is like pure point, but when yeah. it comes to an overall talent, he's just unguardable. We saw against the Clippers, and he wasn't even 100%. He cooked uh, Utah. He was having 30 point games. Yeah. And now, this is the first time in his career, he has help. He doesn't have to do it by himself. Jalen Brunson is a star. If he dominates, it gives him over. I feel like Jalen Brunson will average 20 in this series, and then you have Spencer Dinwiddie. Everybody in the in the brilliance of Jason Kidd. I think the Dallas Mavericks are going to win. It's going to be a good series. Wow! <laughs> but I, I'm 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 booking on Luca to average 35 in this series. I think he's going to get he's going to be better by he's going to get more and more healthier. And they're going to be scary. That Dallas Mavericks will be in the conference finals, and it's going to be wow. time for people to say that Luka Doncic might be one of the best. Uh, because and also my mm. friend Danny's been saying. I think what he said he told, he was saying to tell me to say uh, Dallas in three. <laughs> But I'm going with the upset. Obvi- look, look, if Phoenix win, will I be surprised? Of course not. Yeah. But I'm That's sticking fair, yeah. with the upset, the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. So the second seed in Memphis Grizzlies versus the third seed the Golden State Warriors. Sweep. Like you just said, I mean, Warriors in three. <laughs> I mean, honestly, bro, like the leads that the Memphis was getting back from Minnesota, they're not getting those chances to come back in the game versus the Warriors. And I'll tell you this right now. The way Jaw was playing on the defensive end, 
He's struggling against Pat Bev, Anthony Edwards. Imagine what he's going to have to do against Curry, Clay Thompson, and Poole. He's going to be he's going to be working hard the entire series on the defensive end. And his offensive struggles, the Warriors will combat that with firepower. Because if you think about it, say if Curry has an off game, Poole's going to light it up, Thompson's going to light it up. There's no one, all three of them having a bad game at one time. It's not possible. So with that being said, I mean, I think this is a, a literal sweep. Like, they have no chance. Because the only reason why they won this series, and I'll say it again, let it be known, the only reason why they won this series because was because Minnesota Minnesota's ruined. inexperienced. Yeah. The way that they played, they blew leads. They made some questionable plays. And it wasn't really because of, you know, Memphis's dominance, as we saw in the regular season. They look a bit shaky. Ja, the game slowed down. He wasn't able to get to his spots. And, you know, it was a bit inefficient at times, not really aggressive at times. He did have assists, which I do appreciate, but he wasn't playing his best basketball. Like I said before, this is a sweep. I expect the Warriors to be in the conference finals in four games. Uh, I'm I'm going to say Warriors in five. I agree with you. I think it's not really <laughs> much of a series. I'm only giving Memphis one. They do have home court, and I think they're going to destroy them on the boards. But Golden State will be too much. They have too much experience. Um, I think the games will be somewhat competitive, but if they're down like this every game, they're going to lose. They can't. The Golden State is not about to lose double digitally. They don't do that. Um, obviously, John Moran's been exposed defensively, and Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, yeah. Poole, they're gonna you got to figure out who he has to defend. I mean, Wiggins, too, is an all star, like, they got too much talent. It's gonna be hard, but the only advantage, like I said, they have the advantage of the rebounding. So, we're gonna see, you know, maybe Steve Kerr make an adjustment, but it's not gonna be much of a series, it's gonna be really short. Um, yeah, I just think the Warriors are too much for Memphis. I mean, Memphis had a great run, don't get me wrong, going into the second round. You know, young team, but uh, hey, all fairy tales come to an end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this concludes episode twenty of the Straight Sport Podcast. Obviously, we went over the first round and we give our second round predictions. And yeah, you can follow us at the Straight Sports Podcast on Instagram. And yeah, um, let us know what you think. Obviously, some picks that we went with, a lot of people probably think Miami. Some people think. Uh, so we went with picks maybe that everybody agrees with, and that's okay. Um, everybody got their opinions. So yeah. But um, just remember, number uno, James Harden. <laughs> Say his name, Danny. <laughs> Shout out Harden. I always believed. I always believed. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for watching. Peace. Peace.